0: Have you ever woken up after having the most bizarre dreams and you just cannot seem to decipher what happened? Or had a dream with a past loved one or a past friend that made you feel so comforted or in fact really sad afterwards? Or have you ever had a dream, a premonition dream, where it actually came through the following weeks, or months, or years? Or have you ever had such an awful nightmare, night terrors, where you're constantly being chased, or the world is just upended and you have no idea where that came from? (laughs) If so, this is the episode for you. Dreams are one of my most favorite things to talk about. I find them so curious, so insightful, so creative, and it always they always leave me in a sense of wonder. But I get a lot of messages from them as well. So I'm I'm really excited to talk about this on this episode today. One of the reasons I'm exploring this topic today is because dreams are are quite important to pay attention to the days leading up to hypnosis and following hypnosis. They can carry very useful information from our subconscious minds, such as answers to our questions, symbolic messages, healing, and relevant memories that can facilitate different solutions or answers in our current lives. We're gonna dip into some expert views and opinions on dreams and what they could actually mean. Then we'll go through different ways to help remember your dreams and what we can do to dissect the meanings of our dreams as well. This following clip is from the World Science Festival channel on YouTube and you're going to hear Dr. Antonio Zadra, he's a sleep and dream scientist, and a professor in psychology, and he explains a little bit about dreams.
1: For as many, when we ask the question, do dreams have a function, what we're asking is, do these virtual reality, hallucinatory experiences we have during the night, have a function. Their Messages from the gods was one of the first ones. Again, we are going, where did they come from? Well, the gods are sending them to us. And if they're busy sending us messages, then, you know, they must have value. There's also ideas from Freud, uh, you know, that dreams serve as the expression of suppressed wishes. So uh, dreams give disguised forms to these wishes, which are acceptable to us. Um, Jung came along and had a more, Um, broad, holistic, and positive view of dreams as helping our well-being. But if we talk about more contemporary models of dreams, uh, there is, for instance, the threat simulation theory of dreams that posits that one of the evolutionary advantages of dreams for our ancestors was that they could rehearse potentially dangerous situations. They could rehearse threats and appropriate responses to them. So it's a, a virtual reality simulator that helps prepare us for real life dangers. That group, headed by Antti Revonsuo, uh, a philosopher and neuroscientist in Finland, recently had another version of this, which is social simulation function of dreams, which is dreams, we don't, we're very rarely alone in our dreams. We're often interacting with others. So there's a very strong social component And so the idea is that dreams might help us decipher visual cues in others their intentions and form social bonds and that that has an adaptive value. Uh, Dreams are for regulating emotions. Now we know that REM sleep plays an important role in regulating our emotions but there's also some evidence that maybe dreaming itself plays a role in these processes and so Uh, There's all of these different ideas that dreams also might help us solve problems.
0: It's fascinating, really. He mentions receiving messages from the gods, which can be interpreted in different ways, of course. For example, I construe this as receiving messages from my subconscious mind and from my guides, my higher self, and my angels. i received these messages through my dreams especially after hypnosis a good example of this actually a recent example here is after facilitating hypnosis on my partner there recently that night just after hypnosis he had a very vivid dream which depicted that the questions that he had asked his higher self came kind of were answered in his dream rather than the hypnosis session which can happen quite a lot um and in his dream his questions were answered and his question were specific to his future goals and his dream basically showed him that he can reach his goals that's no problem at all but he needs to be happy in his job because in his dream he wasn't content he was quite unhappy in his job actually so yeah every other goal can be accomplished but the most important goal is to be happy in what he worked in and that was quite clarifying for him actually I've of course got permission from my partner to mention this on this episode I I would never publish any information from any client friend or family without asking their permission just to make that clear. He then goes on to describe different dream theories by Carl Jung and Freud, who were both psychoanalysis, which are very plausible and I can also relate to. He says, he mentions that Jung believes that dreams are a way for the unconscious, unconscious mind to communicate with the conscious mind, which makes absolute sense. You can also, you, uh, you can imagine that your unconscious programming can surface and different experiences that you didn't, you know, deal with emotionally can also surface. He mentions um, Freud's theory of dreams and how that understanding your your mind and behavior can be quite apparent in your dreams. Um, dreams can provide valuable insight into your unconscious mind conflicts and emotions that we don't deal with and thoughts motivations that are repressed 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 emotions actually i've definitely found or if you're feeling i i found that in my life in my dream history like if i'm feeling trapped in my life i've i i have dreams that i'm possessed so it's it's like i'm a big fan of scary movies so i'm able to deal with them you know but you know they're not they're not for the faint-hearted but yeah my dreams of being possessed I have related to being trapped in this different situations throughout my life and then I have dreams that I'm flying where I feel free in my life that's what I related to anyway then what they don't really go into or I haven't discovered yet is reoccurring dreams now my own personal analysis of reoccurring dreams something that happens is could be related to trauma ptsd or it could also be related to past lives and it's kind of like a healing that's trying to come up that's trying to release and something that needs to be acknowledged that's my theory so i remember having a a reoccurring dream like i said just there of being possessed. And I was like, what is this? Why do I keep having this dream of being possessed? Like and it's like I can't move. I've lost the ability to walk on my legs and I'm going so slow. And it's not like a a horror movie possession. It's just like there's something has taken over me and I just can't walk fast or just move quicker. I'm trying to run and I can't. And I have associated that to something, my subconscious mind, my higher self, telling me that I need to get out of this situation because I'm trapped. Let me know in the comments, or you can contact me on Instagram or on my website. Let me know about your dreams. Have you ever had any dreams where you're feeling possessed or trapped? Or have you ever had reoccurring dreams that you just can't get your head around? Or just bizarre dreams? Let me know and we can like explore them. So now let's dive a little deeper into dreams, nightmares and reoccurring traumatic dreams. I'm going to play an interview and this interview is with Linda Yale Schiller, who is an internationally known expert on dreams. She is a mind, body and spiritual psychotherapist, consultant and author. And in this interview, this interview, by the way, was taken from a YouTube channel called New Thinking Aloud. Both resources will be in the show notes as well. And I'm not going to tell you any more. I'm just going to let you listen to the interview. That's really interesting. And then we then we can discuss it after. Well, I can discuss it to myself (laughs) after
2: there are three kinds of dreams that I talk about. There's there's dreams, there's bad dreams, and then there are nightmares. A dream is something that is neutral, fun, pleasant, interesting, where your emotional response in the dream is, this is cool, or this is fun, or I like this, or oh, how interesting. That's a regular dream. A bad dream is a response that's upsetting, but not terribly upsetting, it might have, dark or scary figures. You might feel a little bit nervous or a little bit anxious, but you're not feeling helpless or out of control. A nightmare then is where the emotional narrative that goes along with the dream story is one that evokes difficult, frightening emotions where the dreamer feels out of control, terrified, enraged, um, drowning in grief and sadness, where if we look at, like, when you go to the doctor's office and they say, how big is your pain rated on a scale of zero to 10, zero being I'm calm and relaxed and 10 being I'm in agony. If we, and in psychotherapy, that's called the SUD scale and SUDs stands for subjective unit of distress. So if your SUDS is below five, you're probably in the realm of a bad dream. And if your SUDS is up to seven, eight, nine, you're probably in the realm of a nightmare where you're having a large emotional response to the dream. A large negative emotional response, that is. There could be many reasons why we would have nightmares and some of them are simply developmental. Um, Children go through a period of time in their life where it's developmentally normative for them to be having nightmares. Because if we think about it, you know, little people, children, live in a world where there are big people who are all more powerful and have more control over them in their lives. So they don't have a lot of self-efficacy to make decisions and choices on their own. So they do experience the world sometimes as a scary place, that isn't necessarily a trauma response. That's a response to being a small person without power living in a world where everybody else has the power. So that's one developmental stage. Then if we look at adolescence, that's a time when we're finding our identity and exploring who we are and what we are. And that's always been a challenging time for most people, if many if not most people. Um, And in the last several years between Covid and the violence we're living with and climate change and all the other things that are big T dramas in the world. Adolescence has become an even harder life stage to navigate. So we see adolescents who are responding both to their own development as well as to world situations having nightmares where the trauma wasn't necessarily personal, but it's the intersection between a normal developmental stage and what they're living through in the world. So those would be examples of what I we call developmental um, trauma, developmentally induced nightmares, not trauma induced. And then you can eat a bad oyster or have indigestion and that can cause a nightmare. Um, Hormonal changes can cause nightmares. Pregnant women often talk about these crazy dreams and nightmares that they have. Women once a month when they're premenstrual and have a lot of different levels of hormones in their body often talk about how their dreams are different and reflect that. So there could be a number of different reasons for the nightmares, but the repetitive ones, the ones that are most terrifying and that don't go away easily are often connected to some kind of traumatic event. For starters, I always invite people to bring their dreams to therapy or if I'm working in a non-therapeutic setting, we make connections between the dream that they're sharing and things that have been happening in their life. But if someone is coming to me specifically um, as a client or as a consultant with the purpose of healing from things that have gone on in their life after you know doing an intake and doing initial interviews, I as part of that I always say Tell them that one of the ways I work is through paying attention to their dreams. And I, and I joke and I say, you know, if you, if you keep track of your dreams, it's free therapy every night right? Because you can get so much wisdom from your dreams. And if you bring them and we talk about them and you talk about them with other people, you will find the insights and the connections that uh, relate to things that you are struggling with. And then part of the dream work, which is connected to some of the methods that I describe in my book that I've created, the method of doing the dream work helps people to get more of a sense of self-efficacy and empowerment and safety. In their dream so that they can confront the difficult and frightening dreams or dream characters they have from a place of empowerment rather than fear and then literally change their dreams, mm-hmm. which then will change their life. Let me start with one person who came to see me and, and she's an adult and she's a, a um, in her fifties and among other things was talking about um, a night, nightmares that she had of the, being in a hospital room, of being held down, of having some invasive medical procedure. Yeah. So, And she didn't understand why she was having these dreams because she hadn't in her adult life had that happen recently, it wasn't a recent event. So in exploring where these dreams might come from, one of the questions I asked her was, was that ever? Her experience. Did she ever have an experience, you know, when she was younger, when she was a child, of being in a hospital room? And then she remembered that when she was a child, she had a series of um, of UTIs, of urinary tract infections, that were not responding to regular medical treatment, and she was taken to a hospital room and was subject to some pretty invasive procedures to try to figure out what was going on. And to make matters worse at that time, for some reason, they wouldn't let her mother in the room. So she was alone with the docs and the nurses who weren't particularly empathic and it wasn't it wasn't a children's hospital like we, we would hope um, that we would get treatment for our kids today. So anyway, and she told me that, my response to her was, oh, I'm so sorry, that must've been really traumatic. And she said, I never thought of it like that. He said, could that be a trauma? I said, yes, there is a whole category of trauma called medical trauma. And it sounds like not only did you have an painful invasive procedure, but you were left alone and you didn't have your mom there to support you. So it was like double whammy. So just naming it, for starters, helped her say, oh, my God, I never realized that that was a trauma in my life and then she could begin to name things that were connected with that in her life that were kind of related including of course the dream that she had which was almost a replay in some ways of the experience she had gone through some 40 50 years ago so there's that's one layer one of the things we did with this dream was She named that being alone and being so scared was one of the hardest parts of the experience. So I invited her to bring resources now back into the dream and back into the event so that she wouldn't be alone anymore. And one of the things that's so powerful is that we know really from quantum physics that time is not linear. We think time is linear and we talk about it as being linear, but actually we do have the ability to traverse the past and the future. Um, And time is more like a Mobius strip than a straight line. So I asked her, what kind of resources would she want to bring back into the dream with her? And in addition to naming some friends that she wanted to bring with her, she had had another dream. Based on the TV show, um, Xena Warrior Princess was this powerful figure of this empowered woman warrior. And she said, I'm going to bring Xena Warrior Princess in with me to keep me safe and protect me there. So we brought her friends and Xena Warrior Princess, and she invited some of her pets into the room to create a healing circle into the dream. And when we finished, we talked about that distress level before, it had been about an eight, when she told me the dream, when we finished bringing the resources and the healing protective images into the dream with her, and they helped her feel accompanied and not alone, her distress level was down to a three. And that was in just an hour. And we continued working with that until we could take the charge off both the dream and the original incident.
0: How fascinating is that?
2: I just found Linda Yale's technique,
0: Linda Yale Schiller's technique to be absolutely amazing, really. And the fact that she dives deep into the heart of her of her patient's dreams and then helps her patient realize where the dream comes from, where it stemmed from, that it was trauma that she even didn't realise, and then guides her into her dreams with some tools to change the way her dream plays out and then therefore heals helps her heal her trauma and detach from that fear factor it's very interesting I'll put Linda's link in the notes below and you can you can explore her work as well now what can we do with all of that information what I do in order to make the most of my dreams is record them on voice notes either a voice note in my phone or a voice note to myself on whatsapp um, i find that if i don't speak my dream or if i don't write my dreams down i won't get the full understanding of what it's all about like if you can imagine that there's lots of things happening in your mind you can see images you can see people doing this doing that you have feelings and all you are the observer but until you can see it from another point of view perspective it's hard to interpret what exactly is going on so linda Yale also recommends that you note them down or you send i'm not sure if she mentions of sending voice notes to yourself but she does recommend using dreams as as a self therapy so and yeah that's so interesting if you have any questions or if you want to get in contact with me or work with me or help Help me guide you in interpreting your dreams. Feel free to contact me in the show notes or on Instagram or on my website, which will also be in the show notes. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I wish you a wonderful day and a wonderful week. And looking forward to the next episode where we dive a little deeper into one of my clients' hypnosis sessions. And we discover it's a very creative and fun episode you're gonna love it so bye bye